Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. A good time this morning, Renee. Mm-hmm. Y'all was having a good time this morning. yes yes i snuck in on y'all too you couldn't tell my grand rising glad to see all of you here still alive and the lord has let you wake up one more day another day's journey i'm glad glad about it that's it y'all don't know nothing about that y'all don't know nothing about that say i'm glad yes i'm glad about it and then he said i'm glad again (laughs) all right all right let me leave you alone anyway it's another day's journey and i'm glad well we're talking about what it what the world would look like in 2041 one of my favorite authors is kai fu lee and he wrote the book ai superpowers a few years ago and then either this year or last year, sometime within the last 365 days, he wrote another book called AI 2041. And it is an examination of what the world will look like 
in 2041. Yeah, so he wrote it in 2021. It was that's what it, that's what it was. It was 20 years out, and the world has. He's he puts 10 visions in his book, and the world drastically changes in those 10 visions. And I want to lay out those 10 visions today. And can you pull up the link to the book? Just go to Amazon, AI 2041 by Kai Fu Lee. And he writes, he is a incredible guy from the Eastern Hemisphere. Does a lot of work on both hemispheres. I know he's a millionaire. I'm not sure. I think he might be a billionaire. I'm not sure which one. I can't remember. But he's one of the smartest minds in the world, according to my opinion. And it's time for us to talk because I can't get across to you to stop thinking about gaming and start thinking about your business. So we're going to attempt to do that. And I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm also talking to Hyperlink and Gracie Brother. I'm also talking to you folk in front of me as well. Because if you're not thinking about your business, you're not thinking about your business properly. So let me rephrase. We're talking about what would the world look like in 2041? But let me push that further into you. What does your business look like in 2041? What does it look like? What do how what do your keynotes look like in 2041? Are you are you taking keynotes in 2041? Is this, I feel like I'm making sense. Mm-hmm. It, like, what does the world look like in 2041? What kind of keynotes are you doing? Are, are you on stage? What are you, what are you charging? How are you consulting in 2041? Think about that. I know that's a bit difficult, but it shouldn't be, but it's, I know it's a bit difficult, so let's go backwards. As of this year, it is 2022. Yes. 2022, outstanding. Can someone tell me about 2002? I'll, I'll mute my mic, force you out talk. Go ahead. I graduated from Texas A&M University, May 20, 2002. So Antonio said, keep going. That's what um, I remember. Go ahead, Renee. I, um, I was in high school, so... Um, it was that cool, that cool sound when we had uh, we had dial up, dial up internet, and it was that you got mail and stuff. It was it was cool. I like to go in the chat rooms and go and talk to the to the the New York guys, um, because I liked how they talked. But um, it was just you know, so post 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 nine eleven, but it was still cool to be in high school. Music was cool. It was just. But technology-wise, it was just very much um, still things were on the beginning, I guess somewhat the beginning of stuff. I mean, you had um, email, but texting wasn't really wasn't really a, a thing yet. I didn't have a cell phone until, well, no, I had a cell phone, but it was very, very little. <laughs> you couldn't use it for internet. It was right, just- yeah, There was no texting. Yeah, there was absolutely no texting. Yeah, Your phones were still flipped. My little two-tone phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Sprint hadn't merged with Nextel just yet, and it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot there. Let's back up a little bit. What if I now I'm going to help out you conspiracy theorists, theory theorists people real quick. What if I told you all 
that the earth, the entire earth, the whole earth, you hear me? The whole earth, E-A-R-T-H or E-A-R-F, both of those, okay? <laughs> the whole earth was not technologically advanced until 1947. Now, you can say, you know, Roswell has something to do with that. I got nothing to do with that, Jerome. You know what I'm saying? But I want you to go back. <laughs> I want you to go back to 1940. We, when did we land on the moon? Don't worry about it. I remember it because it's my birthday. July 20th, 1969. We went from the 1900 to where medicine doesn't work. They're prescribing cocaine as cough syrup. It's the truth to alcohol prohibition, to the drive, the, the horseless carriage. Yes, no, nobody, nobody wants to, to the horseless carriage. And, you know, a couple of tanks, no real flight off yet. And then all of a sudden, 1947 to 2000, we do 10,000 years of technological changes in the span of 50 years. That is 100% facts. There is no century on the planet. There is no century in the, history, in, the, in the existence of mankind where there is more technological advancements than the 1900s, the 20th century. I know you, I'm a nerd, so I think about these things all the time. So when I tell you, look how the world has, what is the world going to look like 20 years from now? I don't, don't be confused because if you older than me, the world's been changing a lot for a long time, especially since the 40s. We have airplanes that fly themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's true. We got so many different things. Remember the number one transportation, the most reliable transportation there was, was the train. Now y'all get irritated when you see trains. It stops your community. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So I want you to ask yourself genuinely, because all week, all we're doing is talking about the future, in fact, all year. What does ATS look like? I'm, how are you doing keynotes? in 2041 a lot of you do keynotes just a book out there tan it up right now yes giving les brown a run for his money yes les brown gonna be asking her hey you mind if i do that keynote with you (laughs) yeah yes you know she's everywhere 2041 what does your business look like and yes you should have a plan and and I'm, I'm, i'm i'm act like my my Old, old church folk. God say the same, I'll still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still be alive. But my kids will be inheriting this world that I can never imagine. I was telling Tempest or Deanna or both, I can't remember which one. I was telling them that I have to get ATS ready and I have to get my kids ready because while I'll be I don't know, 
was plus twenty. Eight, plus it's a, well, I'll be sixty in twenty forty one. My kids will be thirty. Mm-hmm. My kids will be thirty, and they'll be either struggling to find a way, or hopefully I can change that. And they're going to live in the future as young adults. That's one scary thought. It's one scary thought. They're going to live in the future as young adults. So everything I do is to make that pathway for them. That's my motivation. I don't know what your motivation is, but we do need to honestly, seriously talk about the technology of 2002. The technology of 2002 is not even close to the technology of 2022. Right. I, I'm, I'm quiet on purpose. I, I need y'all to get this here. Eminem was the greatest rapper alive. There was no texting. Social media was not a thing. And five people had access to the internet. <laughs> when you, when you Use your phone for, for the internet. This, this, is, this is what happened. At the bottom of the page, it said, would you like the mobile website view or would you <laughs> like the full view? Yes. It took you 19 minutes to download a one-minute song. And log, <laughs> when you logged into the internet, you used the phone to log into the internet yeah. today you use the internet to use the phone yeah. yes yes <laughs> the world has changed and and of course we don't really notice it because we're like you know the, the frog in the in the increasing water mm. uh, you know the, it's the frog in the increasing water where we just we just keep going and we keep going and we keep going and we keep going and that makes sense that may totally makes sense but if this don't make sense to you, let me see if I can make just a little bit ah, too loud. Let's make a little, little bit more sense to you. Somebody is going to run the world. You might as well be one of them somebodies. So in Kafu Lee's book, uh, AI 2041, he has these amazing stories. He uses 10 stories to talk about the future. The first one is the golden elephant. The golden elephant sets up in Dubai in which artificial intelligence is making healthcare great, cheap and affordable to all people. What a great use that is. What a great use. Just in case you don't remember 2002, Radio Shack, Circuit City. Just, does anything? Yeah. All right. Then. Radio Shack, Circuit City, all that stuff. All right. He uses. He talks about the. He talks about the golden elephant. How the golden elephant. Every time Sister Booker ran into somebody, she would be able to. The AI with the golden elephant would say, okay, this is a good risk for you. Mm-hmm. And artificial intelligence will stop our shift for doing so many risks, doing these things. Yes, it's okay to walk down the street because artificial intelligence was doing a good job 
keeping everyone's health insurance down by leading their lives. Now we ain't got to worry about you jumping off the cliff or going 90 miles per hour in your red Ferrari or your, your red Honda. You understand? We ain't got to worry about that. Insurance isn't high. Health insurance isn't high. Car insurance isn't high. But then that same AI had a tendency to discriminate. This one girl wanted to be friends with another guy, but he came from a family that was high risk mm-hmm. and a status class that was high risk. Mm-hmm. And every single time that she tried to connect with him, the AI would make some car accident happen in front of the road or or it would push some some event to where she couldn't get there or, and most importantly, it would delete all his messages. Oh, wow. It would delete all his messages, never be able to talk because AI was in charge and AI job was to keep healthcare down, which meant since law is a gay man in New York that says high risk and some of y'all would never meet law mm. what a shame because mm. you shouldn't die and go to heaven without meeting law low you understand <laughs> you just you, you just sit you, you just sit <laughs> think about that some of our statuses make us high risk automatically just just automatically just automatically you you say okay well i'm i'm healthy susan for instance she's healthy but the ai go back read all her medical charts and then find some nerdy way to say she's at high risk for whatever that we don't even understand and half of y'all wouldn't even meet susan Mm. Because what the AI was doing was sifting by status. It was creating a new type of status class, a new type of prejudice. And that was based on genes. We've been here before, haven't we? (laughs) Ibrahim. (laughs) We've been here before, right? We've been here before. That's one vision of the future. A great use of AI to decrease health insurance by, you know, medically helping us. But of course, there's, you know, maybe a bad side to it as well. Now, while that sounded cool, fun, let's think about this. What does your business look like when the world is run by AI when it comes to lowering insurance? How many more industries does that affect? Can you have a restaurant? and have your mom's recipe with all that butter in it, will you stay in business? If AI considers your restaurant or high risk, how many many customers will you lose? Can you market yourself around an algorithm? Because we ain't doing a good job at it today with social media. I can't imagine how we'll be doing a good job 20 years from now. How many of you have done everything right with marketing and Mark Zuckerberg still ain't letting you get your audience? 
you're doing everything you're supposed to. Antonio said, do this. You didn't do it. You posted 20 times a day now. And Mark's still letting you see 20 people a day. <laughs> you got 5,000 friends. Don't act like we just, you know what it is. You know what it is. Let's push that further. What does your keynote, how about the things you say in your keynote? What happened when they label you high risk? If you don't know it, every last one of you have a psychological profile on these social medias, Facebook included, and they can, they can guess if you're conservative, liberal, gay or straight, at an 87% accuracy rate by what you like. It's the truth. It's, it, there's a good book on this. It's called Facebook, The Inside Story by Stephen Levy. He has a whole chapter in which he breaks this down. It's almost at the beginning of the book. He, he, he's, he writes the only authorized, yeah, only authorized insider story from Facebook. Breaks it all the way down, all the way up to the year after, like two years in Donald Trump's election. So up to 2002 incredible book facebook if i go right now i got facebook confused because it shows me conservative and liberal because i, I do all both sides but it tell it they literally employers can look at your facebook profile right now and x you out of a job by what you like mm. and some people pay access for this mm. and donald trump used it to win the 2016 election no lie this is this is 100 proven fact went to the supreme court went to the court already written down document facebook got in trouble facebook tipped the election over to donald trump period point blank this is not up for discussion this is all facts not alternative troops truths none of that whatever y'all be saying on the news channels this is 100 written down evidence facebook tipped the election to donald trump how did they do it on purpose no was donald trump a genius absolutely yes what he did was he used thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to market and the algorithm learns who's going to respond to ads and then what was his name bannon bannon then identified that data and then said it's two types of people it's three types of people out here for donald trump people want to vote for him people are undecided and people who ain't gonna never vote for him mm -hmm. and everybody on facebook who never would vote for him because facebook told them that they never gonna click on your ass if they click on your ass it's to hate facebook told them this mm -hmm. all these data points about these people because when you buy ads, you're buying data points about people. Mm -hmm. See, I don't want to hear me. That's all right. Mm -hmm. You're buying data points about people, and they listen to say, Prophet Jerry, oh, he black in North Carolina. And he don't like none of that stuff. So with Prophet Jerry, they will never vote for me. So make him hate Hillary. And the only ads wow. you ever saw was not about Donald Trump. Mm -mm. was about crooked Hillary, lock her up. Mm. 
So all the people who wouldn't vote for him now didn't want to vote for Hillary. That's one side. All the undecided people, all the undecided people, you got two type of ads. Lock her up and Donald Trump is great. Thus leading you to massive confusion. And most of those people said, I just, you know what? I'm going to sit this election out. See, since the book can get it. <laughs> I'm going to sit this election out, which only left the base that was automatically going to vote for Donald Trump. But if you go back and go look at it, mm. now, gerrymandering aside and popular vote aside, because those two things have nothing to do with each other, whether you believe it or not. Gerrymandering and popular vote are oil and water. They really are. They, they oil and water. As far as the electoral college is concerned, because that's, that's where the war was fought through Facebook, Donald Trump won presidency. Pierpoint. Now, that's a good thing or a bad thing. That depends. I mean, Donald Trump was just speaking at Grant Cardone's 10X three days ago, and 50,000 people was cheering. So there you go. Well, that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's up to you. My point is, Facebook said, oh, no, not Sister Booker. Now, what happens when it's time to get a keynote and your psychological profile says, nope, she uses too many inflammatory words? I hope y'all don't think I was talking about Donald Trump for nothing. <laughs> what happens uh -oh. when... Yeah, what happens when you attempt to go do a TED talk, TEDx talk, and we got enough of your online videos mm. and you, you, you writing these headlines to get attention and these headlines mm. and the old content, all right, law gets it, don't fit the theme or the energy of the profile of whatever they trying to speak. If you don't think it's coming, it's really already here. It's just getting worse by the day. Push it further. You apply for a job or a contract as a CEO, but your psychological profile based on social media, all of them show that you share a lot of the dark triad psychology traits Heavy on narcissism, heavy on narcissism, very super amount of lack of empathy. And to be honest with you, if most of y'all be honest, that's how you post on social media. Every time you see something, you got a smart comment because it's funny. Mm -hmm. But you don't realize that's leaning you towards uh-huh uh-huh mm -hmm. yep you know we, we 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 call them jokes or what about the memes you post and share mm. yeah if you diagnose your psychological profile of what you post on social media you are not a nice person because you're hiding behind the keyboard and you do things online you make comments online every last one of you right you make comments online that you wouldn't necessarily do in person Mm -hmm. 
and now you're being denied credit cards. Mm. You're being denied speaking engagements and job opportunities and contract opportunities because your psychological profile says that you're heavy on narcissism and you're heavy on lack of empathy and you just tried to get a seven-figure contract with Red Cross. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's story number one. I, yeah. add, I added a lot into it, but that's story number one. It's just interesting. Yes. If you listen, y'all, you would never remember in 2002, because I remember I said 20, I'm trying to get you, I think, 20, 20 years out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Yeah, buddy. Even as they wait till the algorithm peeps into the DMs, because it's going to happen. Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. I think that's private, but it ain't as private as you think it is. I'm trying to get you, I think, 20 years out. But let's go 20 years backwards since all of you can remember that. In 2002, Renee, one, no, nine in 10 people said, I'll never meet somebody online and date them. Who remembers that? Mm-hmm. Who remembers that? Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. You better get them online so you can see who they really are. And then it's a one out of a 10 chance you're going to meet them in person. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. It has literally flipped around. It starts online. And then you got nine people in your inbox flirting with you, and you figure out which one of those you're (laughs) going to actually meet up with in person. Times have changed, haven't they? It's cutting out the middleman, and you ain't wasting no money. <laughs> <laughs> Online that's turned into a buffet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. He's absolutely right. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm not absolutely right. Here's another one, and this was this was one of my favorite stories. It's called the God, the gods behind the mask. I love mm-hmm. this one. I love this one. This story is set up in Lagos, Nigeria. Here is where it dives into the deep fake technology. I've seen the little funny video of Tom Cruise saying things he's not saying, blah, 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 deep fake technology, and shares opinion of the the populace of multimedia and news. Now, let me tell you what this story is about. There's this one media company that takes over, puts everybody out of business. This media company is so good, Arshia, it's like it knew what you wanted to read and it knew how to say it. And it knew exactly the incredible, it, it, I think it was like MNN or something, right? It, it just, it was the best news company possible. And it had the best news for school teachers, best news for farmers. If you, if you needed to know when it was going to rain, it was going to be sailors and farmers. And it went all the way up to regular people, to, to government agencies that gave you the best news possible. And it put everybody out of business. And what it did, it made news cheap for everybody and free. You get the best news possible. So all that bias stuff took it out. All the Fox News, that's one side. The MSNBC, that's the other side, took all that out and you got fair and balanced, which is what Fox used to say they used to be, fair and balanced news and you got it and you got just the facts. It was Mexican news on steroids, you hear me? 
only to find out nobody ran a company. It was a self-teaching artificial intelligence that was writing news and giving it to the world and putting humans out of business because they weren't being fair. <laughs> Put humans out of business because they wasn't being fair. And they wrote every news, plus they built the perfect anchors, exactly what people wanted to see, with the proper tone. And every time, video, audio, mixed, they did all the things. It was artificial intelligence the entire time. Never a human. If you don't think that's going to happen, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But it's quite possible that it can. Because I can assure you, I'm already using algorithms. I'm already using algorithms to give you the best news possible. I'll show you one right now. If you go to Mexico, it's already done. Hey, if you go to Mexican News right now, here's Mexican News. Right now, Deanna wrote a good article. If you go to the search and type in what we want to type in, Grace, just give, give me something. Well, that's too easy. Metaverse too easy. Let's say artificial intelligence. Let's type in. Let's type in Nigeria. Let's see what happens. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Look at that. It doesn't matter. Well, let's 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 type in. Let's type in drugs. Just just type it in drugs. Opioid he healing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got the search, and I work real hard on it too. Let me tell you. I got the search for Mexican news so cold. You just type in a mood. You're going to get an article. We'll come back to that. Don't worry about it. Right there. Get, okay, don't, don't forget I'm a computer nice. person. Don't forget I'm a computer person. But that, is that fair? It's convenient. Am I in your business? Absolutely. 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 No doubt. Now think about it. Well, I, I won't expose too many secrets right now. Story number three was twin sparrows. Two twins. Orphan in China. These twins couldn't be more alike than each other and couldn't be more far apart. And they wind up hating each other. Because, well, that's how their algorithms taught them to be. You read the story, Grace. Mm -hmm. Were these twins human? We would like to thank our friends over at NordPass for supporting this episode of B2B from A to Z. See, being an entrepreneur, there are passwords everywhere. Bank accounts, CRMs, email accounts, and much more. And being a person with an everyday life adds even more passwords to track. It's easy to forget a password, have a weak password, or use the same password across multiple accounts because it's easier. 
Well, NordPass had all of this in mind. NordPass is more than a, a, a password manager. It's the essential cybersecurity tool that makes everyone's life easier and safer. I had bank account cards showing up to my home that I didn't apply for. And this bothered me a lot, like I mean majorly. I had to call the banks, report it to the credit bureaus, and I changed every password that I could remember. See, if I had NordPass at the time, I wouldn't have even had to worry about this. But now that I have NordPass, I don't even worry about it at all. See, NordPass is a simple, easy to use, and very secure password manager created by the cybersecurity experts who built NordVPN, the advanced online security and privacy app trusted by more than 14 million users worldwide. And not only are your passwords in one place, you're also safe from being hacked, identity theft, and much more. See, with NordPass, you can have all your passwords in one place. You can generate secure passwords that you don't have to worry about being hacked. You can securely store your credit card information, your personal details. And NordPass is a zero-knowledge password manager, which means that no one else but you can see what's in your encrypted vault. Not even the NordPass team can see it. So get an exclusive NordPass deal plus one additional month for free at www.nordpass.com slash XXXXX or use the code B2B at checkout. Again, that's nordpass.com slash XXXXX, five X's, or use the code B2B at checkout. Yes, they were human. Mm-hmm. Powered by artificial intelligence, they whole lives. Mm-hmm. And by eight years old, they hated each other and never spoke again towards late adult years. Mm-hmm. Because artificial intelligence told them from jump, you're going to be this way. Yep. And you're going to be this way. Yep. And they bought into that and went on being. There's a great movie about this. Anybody seen Gattaca? It's a, it's a it's movie from like 1999. It's called Gattaca. It's got Blair Underwood, Ethan Hawke. It's got a lot of good people. It got in the movie. I've heard of it. Yeah, heard oh of yeah, it. yeah. It's when on I Netflix heard. right now, getting back popular again for sure. It's incredible. It's an incredible 1997. It's an incredible movie. It's got a lot of a lot of hitters up in there. Ethan Hawke, Jude Law, Uma Thurman. Tony Shalhoub, like it's got a, you know what I'm saying? It's got a lot of people up in here for sure. The book, the movie is, well, let me see if I can find a description for it. I don't want to show the, I don't want to show the trailer because I'm going to get hit with a copyright. Mm-hmm. But the, here's what it's about. As soon as you're born, the moment you're born, they take your blood and artificial intelligence tells you when you're going to die how many years you have a life expectancy, how many diseases you're going to catch with prop- for probability of how, not just when you're going to die, but how you're going to die. And they separated society through what they call valids and invalids. And people would now give birth, not natural anymore. They would go to the doctor and have their 
take the best of their genes, the best of their genes, and combine them together to make a valid child while everybody else who couldn't afford to do so was an invalid child through regular birth means and all these people could ever hope to be were janitors. And everybody who was, and here's the deal, everybody who was valid, they had, they had eye retinal scans, drew blood, every, you had checkpoints everywhere you went because you went, you know, invalids were invalid and they were, they, they were going to, they were infectious or going to die or something, right? And all the good jobs and pretty much any job in this dystopian environment went to the valids. And that's what the third story is about artificial intelligence telling you exactly who and what you're going to be and if you don't think if you're like that's weird then so was your high school guidance counselor because that's exactly what he or she did through all the decades <laughs> before it ever happened it's all those tests you took to say yeah you, you feel you're going to be a police officer right and all that stuff like that <laughs> we've been doing it that was an actual test in school. That yeah. was an actual test in school. And that was the only purpose for your guidance counselor in school. There was no <laughs> other purpose for them. That, that's what their job was. We've been since, as soon as we figured out the idea of how to tell people the probability of their success, we vote on it. Most likely to succeed mm -hmm. is in our yearbook. We vote on it. We have uh -huh. been doing this since we can think about it and and every day we just try to make it make smarter tools to get it done so imagine being born and you're raised and your sibling is told he's he he or she is going to be better than you it's going to be better than you it's going to be better than you karen it's okay don't run too hard because you're never going to be as successful as Clara. Wow. And I tried to tell him to stop talking about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that, y'all. You know, for those of you who ain't witnessed blessed as Ken Johnson, you understand. Think about it. How many, how more violent would you become? Wow. Talk about black sheep of the family. What happens when you're DNA verified? black sheep of the family imagine what that does to your imagination it's kind of hard to imagine past practicality that's that's that is a sermon that is a sermon for sure story number four grace's favorite she's only right now grace tell us what you you, you go ahead and tell us the end grace what you said as soon as i walked in contactless love contactless love it was okay at the he said still at the end i told him listen when the lady found out that because she found out that the guy she really liked had some different type of stronger strand of covid or whatever and so she couldn't go see him that's what they told her can't go see him you know because he's in this part of the hospital you can't do that well only to find out that it was some kind of AI thing. He's going to explain it more than I will, but she found out he didn't have it at all. And he was testing her. 
And I told him, I said, man, look, I thought she was going to whoop his ass when she filed out. Okay. Because it's like, why would you put me through that? I didn't went through all this with that. He's going to tell the rest. But that's, so what that's the end. Two people fell in love online. And this was after COVID, the worst outbreak in human history, well, recent human history, became seasonal outbreak. And COVID developed so many strands that every season, like flu season, it would get worse and worse until people had to be quarantined seasonally. Just check me out. And what happened, Sister Booker, you had to wear, since it's so bad, this is 20 years from now, right? Imagine something seasonally 20 years from now getting worse getting worse this is susan's fear right it's getting worse and them young folk with no mask on getting worse and what happened people were separated again because what you had to do is you had to wear a wristband that lit up in colors with and the wristband forget there ain't no more hipaa violations you had to wear on the outside all your vaccinations and it and it, it it shined a certain color. So I told you I read the book. It shined a certain color. I think it was green. And that color said you're safe. And you had to, you couldn't catch a cab. You couldn't yeah. go into restaurants. Yeah. You couldn't go outside. It was illegal now. You would go to jail for helping people who were unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. you would go to jail for helping people who were unvaccinated and it was their fault they were unvaccinated because these were people who refused to whatever to say don't i can't believe people would refuse are you not in 2022 right now <laughs> have you been under a rock for the last two years? This is this, this is happening already, except for there were no political wins this time. You were ostracized in society and you couldn't do anything or get anything because you had to wear your HIPAA status. Mm. Uh, for those of you not in the country in, in the United States of America, I forget what HIPAA stands for, but it means you can't just go up. I can't go into the hospital with chlamydia and then you go tell your friend because you you the one who took my blood you know antonio got chlamydia huh? you know what i'm saying <laughs> you, you can't do that you can't you can't i want to use myself as an example because i ain't want nobody to get offended you know what i'm saying i ain't want nobody to get offended sister booker you gotta you know you gotta use yourself as an example you know what i'm saying i'm talking about myself can't do that you you you, you can't do that we, we have the and you can't ask me on the elevator what's my std status you know something you can't you can't do that you just can't do that you, you can't do that et cetera, et cetera. And what happened is the guy that she was dating was game theory <laughs> i am not <laughs> he does not mean this <laughs> the guy she was dating was in game theory and in game theory he created this whole situation because she wouldn't she wouldn't leave and she wound up getting PTSD from COVID. Don't get it twisted. Hmm. Some of y'all got that right now. Hmm. And she wound up having an extreme form of what law had. What does she call it? Agoraphobia. Yeah, yeah, agoraphobia. She wouldn't go outside. Hmm. 
She wouldn't go outside at all. And when she finally had to, and so and so he dies. He, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> he dies. And I mean, yes, he, he's getting ready to die and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so now, but she loves him, but she, she won't ever say it. But now she jumps out there and he puts all these, let's say, divine connections so she can make it to the hospital, but she's not vaccinated. So she finna die and robots, because why would we have police take care of vaccinated people? No, humans can catch it. So we got robots that can't catch it after her and through all these different phases, she find out it was one big game simulation just for her to meet him in person. And of course she accepted it and it was okay. But imagine when cops can fix, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Do they? Yes, cops can fix unconscious racial bias. Will they? Well, Let's take it out of cops. People ain't fixing unracial bias. And people just happen to be cops. And people happen to be teachers. And people happen to be nurses. And people happen to be doctors, right? So this is what it is. What happens in a world where pandemics become seasonal? Mm. If you don't think this is true, I had to bust somebody's bubble last week. I'll tell you what it was somebody was so mad at joe biden so mad and i was like well, that's cool you know me I mean, yeah, that's cool i get it yeah man gas is so high and blah 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 it's got nothing to do with him but that's cool though you know it's cool it's cool and he he was like trump 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 i was like that makes sense good trump good he's like man why are you why are you acting like that and i said well listen I happen to have a brain and I kind of make my own decisions. So <laughs> I can say like I completely understand. I completely understand. It's if if you ask about the accomplishments of Joe Biden, he actually has quite a few, but the media never tell you. But I ain't for nobody. You understand? As long as Joe Biden signed. The Omnibus Crime Bill Act to put all of my fathers in prison. Mm. Mm. That's all I'm going to tell you. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Democrats, Republicans, they're guilty. They got black blood on their hands. Guilty. But I ain't going to bother y'all with that. Continuing, I said, well, I remember Obama. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. And I said, well, here's the funny thing three people died during the E. coli? Uh, what's, what's it called? It's E. coli, but it was the other version. Uh, uh, Ebola. Ebola, there we go. During the Ebola pandemic, three people died. I don't know if y'all remember, Texas is one of the places you can actually burn Ebola properly and stuff. Three people died. Oh, it was the worst pandemic of all time <laughs> and you know, just, just terrible, 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 terrible way of handling the pandemic. Well, 300,000 people have died and y'all ain't mad. This is what I said. 
300,000 people have died, and y'all ain't that. And I said, one president handled this way and did this, the other president denied it. Didn't like that. I said, well, look, I don't care about facts. All I can tell you is three is far less than 300,000. They didn't like that. I don't think they're ever going to talk to me again. The pandemic, that pandemic was like 2008, nine. And yeah, I was like, oh, that'll never happen again. We've been in the pandemic for two years. So the idea of having seasonal, pan- three years, the idea of having seasonal pandemics ain't that far off. Now, I ain't got a problem with none of these presidents. All of them suck, you ask me. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Here's what I want to tell you. What I want to tell you is, I'm not mad at Obama and Ebola and Trump with COVID. Because, Phil, somebody is making these viruses. They do, they do not come off of trees. This ain't pollen. And we is not addressing the corporations and the governments making these man-made viruses killing folk. I want to have that conversation. Nevertheless, are, is humans going to stop inventing stuff? No. Therefore, the idea of seasonal pandemics is very real. What will your business look like when seasonally you can't go outside? Ain't gonna bother you. I'm gonna keep going. It's a good question. It's a good question. It's a good question. Another one is about an idol, um, a, a rock star who surmises under the pressure of being a rock star and he commits suicide because he doesn't want to live this rock star life. He wants to be regular. So he tries to be regular and his fans hate him for being regular. So the nice ripe age of 22, he commits suicide. And later, 20 years later, he's got this huge fan base. And this huge fan base loves him. They're, trying to, they're all trying to solve his death. And there's this computer game simulation that you can become an investigator to find out how he died. Well, fast forward to the end of the story. The lady who found out, it was actually the guy himself. He never committed suicide. He was, in, he was a producer of the game trying to help to see how he died. And the artificial intelligence was so great and so interactive because it, was, it had a human touch to a great point. And the moral of that story was they love you, Phil, when you're young and in control or controllable. But the moment you age, they stop loving you as much. And artificial intelligence exposes that we love our celebrities who have died because they died young. But the longer someone has a legacy, the easier it is to get that legacy tarnished. What does your business look like in a world that has 
such vanity. Don't get old, Anthony. We won't like you no more. And if you don't think that is true, okay, I'm gonna have so much money. I don't care who don't like. That. I understand. <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't believe that's the truth, look at Hollywood. Hollywood, you eat a grape. You 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 you're too big. You're too big. Hollywood uh-huh. and, and, and the and the the dancers, the ballerinas. You have to have a certain body type, and and Olympians. And Olympians, the, the 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 women Olympians, the ballerinas, and Hollywood actresses are bound to this reality already. What does it look like? How does your business look like when they look at you and say, "You overweight. You can't be a motivational speaker." Mm-hmm. That was real talk there. Mm-hmm. That's real talk. That is. Let me let me let me help you out a little bit because a lot of y'all speakers. Let me help y'all out. Les Brown can be nice and thick. They tell my guy he's a fluffy teddy bear. What they say? What they say? Lisa Nichols can't be taken seriously till she lose almost 200 pounds. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. And le- actually, Les was trim when he first started. And you look back at his beginning things. So that's true. when he became famous. Now they call him a big teddy bear. That's true. Slim, <laughs> rugged with that beautiful beard. You show right, Susan. You show right. You're absolutely right. Prophet Jerry? Good morning, Bishop. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. Two questions. Mm-hmm. First question is when you were talking about the bracelet, is that something like, even though I know it's a story, but is that something like the mark of the beast? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be yeah. something like mark of the beast. I thought so. Second mm-hmm. question. Last night, dreaming. Universe gave me a dream. I kept hearing forward, forward, forward. Now I knew I, I already got a car, so I don't, I don't believe that I'm supposed to get a Ford car. Is there a such thing as stocks for Ford? Oh yeah. And yeah. is it a good thing to get into stocks for Ford? So the last part of the question was a bit harder to answer. Yes, yes, okay. yes, and yes. Everything is yes. But every investment comes with risk, right? You, you know what I'm saying? Now, is if you're asking me, is Ford going to be a good stock? I'm going to tell everybody here, yes. There's a lot of questions. Okay, man. There's a lot of questions that I have to ask. I mean, statements I have to say in between. You need to wait till that Ford stock dips a bit, buy low, sell high. But the reason I'm going to tell you Ford is a good stock is because if nothing else, and I'm, I'm, my, my older paying attention crowd will agree with this, if nothing else has been proven since 2008, 
America will bail out Detroit. And as long as you got government bailouts, well, that stock going to stay in there for quite some time. Okay. If, if Ford did not have bailouts and government protection, Ford would not be a good stock. I would never tell y'all to go. I would never, let me just, I would never say, you would never go to humor consultants. And the human consultants will never tell you, you know what you should do, Antonio? You should go to one of the poorest parts of America. And then what you should do is in a declining economy, Detroit, in a city being gentrified by the day, Detroit, in the middle of this economy, during rampant inflation, you should be the number one employer in this place with rising cost to your own equipment and dropping profits to your own equipment in the middle or the tail end of a change in which clearly people are no longer buying vehicles at the pace in which they did. Mm-hmm. And at some point, everything's going to be electric. There's no way a human consultant, Phil or Susie, would tell you to go build that company. <laughs> so, so the idea of Ford being a good stock, if it wasn't for government bailouts, I'll tell you no. <laughs> but as long as we protect AIG insurances, healthcare, and the automobile industry, might as well go get it. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> and they just announced that they're selling cars that need chips or the rear window defrozer and the, and the rear window windshield wipers. <laughs> you can buy the car now and when the chips come in, they'll put it in right now. Wow. So they're selling char- selling cars that don't have a feature involved. Uh, and I think that's kind of smart. It's kind of, it's unique, it's different. It's, it's we're gonna back it, but you know, <laughs> the only one that's done that so far. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's by all means, Ford is a good investment due to the fact that the whole American automobile industry is so deeply rooted in America, it will get bailed out. So there you go. It's a safe bet. But pay attention when you buy. And make sure you only invest what you can lose. Cool. All right. Outstanding. There you go. Good. Nobody mad at me. You told me that. <laughs> I only invest what you can afford to lose. Let me wrap this up because we got to do, we're going to do some technical stuff here in the next two minutes or three minutes. If you have access to, Out of circle, there you go. Got access to out of circle. We'll see you in a couple minutes. We're gonna do something pretty fun. Well, anywho, you'll see. You'll see. I want to just push to huh? Uh, open to everybody. Oh well, then congratulations. We'll we'll, we'll hook back on and we'll we'll go. I forgot. I opened up to everybody. That's right because I want you. Oh no, I was gonna grow Mexit for the rest of the year. All right, so I'll save that for, 
I'll, I'll save that for things tech. I was gonna I was gonna build a video game right in front of you. I'll save it. I'll save it for Wednesday. <laughs> I'll save it for Wednesday. I was gonna build a video game right in front of y'all and show you either how easy it is. Well, it's not easy, but how doable it is. But there you go. That's that's what we do. But right after this, we're gonna grow Mexican news. That's right. That's right. Good stuff. Remember, we're starting even. So I'm gonna show you the numbers. I'm gonna go behind the scenes, show you the numbers, and what I'll do is. I need Stradivari stuff and all your stuff. I need all the videos. And what I'll do is I'll show you how we're going to edit some videos. I'll show you the next plans for growing Mixed News. But did it grow? Did it grow? Well, you'll have to find out next week. Same time, same back channel. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's a good I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll definitely figure it out. But let me just wrap this up, though, honestly. 2041 is coming. Kim, you're still going to be stopping traffic. You understand? But you might as well be looking good while relevant in business. And while I'm talking about these industries, you need to be thinking how much one industry changes the world. For instance, if I start... ATS Construction, well, actually, I don't have to do that. Monica already has this construction company. So Hernandez Construction, and we build the ATS offices that cost $3 million. Cool? That office is going to take care of Monica. I mean, that construction is going to take care of Monica and all her subcontractors. But those people got to eat, don't they? So every nearby restaurant is going to get a boost which means every nearby gas station is going to get a boost and all other supplemental companies and Uber drivers, everything. So every time an industry gets changed with artificial intelligence, you should expect that there's going to be a major boost or a major decline. And if you're a speaker, no matter what happened, if you speak, train, or coach anybody, Every change of the world has something to do with you. You're the speaking, training, and coaching outside of the church and the mosque. You're the last front line of vocal teaching. There is no more. The only two places that the a person speaks and someone writes down information are in seminar slash consulting or church. You take these two out. You ain't got that. You, you'll have it no more. Only in colleges, seminar. On stage, seminar. Church seminar. Every last one of you speaker, training, and coaches, you are at the mercy of whatever will change. It would be you that would have to teach a YouTube video about the change. It will be you that would have to consult some company about the change. No matter what changes, speaker, trainers, and coaches, this is why you should probably <coughs> be 
Tuesday night learning how to do your keynotes. Come on. Because no matter what happens, somebody is going to have to tell the story. And as far as I'm concerned, two things will always be the highest paid professions. Anybody who can tell a story, anybody who can sell it. And if you can do both, well, you're probably CEO. Phil, tell us what we're doing tonight at 5.30 and the Bureau. We're doing the power of your subconscious mind and we're focusing on happiness. All right. We need more of that, don't we? Power of subconscious mind and focus on happiness. Who's speaking tonight, Grace? Our very own Dr. Sugar Trask will be speaking tonight on the Bureau of Keynotes. Come on, you don't want to miss this topic, okay? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to spoil it for you. All right, before we hang up, Grace, take that blur off your background. <clears throat> before we hang up, I want y'all to look at how her hat is. There it is. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Yes. <laughs> she then took them twist out. And now her and Kim out there, husband hunting. That's I it. love it. It's beautiful. That's it. Her and Kim. Husband hunting. Put y'all both together. Oh, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be trouble. Yes. <laughs> I got to buy one, get one free, husband. No, sir. No. That's okay. I got it for Snoopy. <laughs> Man, sure. I think they go past. I, I, think, yeah. I think they go past. Pass. All right. So right in a few minutes, I want to be talking about growing Mexican news. I think it's part three. I forgot I opened it up for the rest of you. I'm glad you reminded me, Grace. Because I showed about do some exclusive video game stuff. I show was. I show was. Doing Mexican news. It has grown a lot. Come see just about how much. And I almost got it to where it could be monetized already in one week we went from nothing to now they're gonna pay us you understand thank you jerome now they're gonna pay us in one week so come back i'll tell you how i did it and i'm gonna tell you what i'm doing to move forward and, and if you can't come back don't worry about it it's be on youtube you can watch it later tony ot smith jr you can plant better you can dominate all right everybody we'll talk about mixing news right after this remember we are even so if you're growing your company i'm growing this one don't let me pass you up just steal. All right, everybody. Y'all have a good one. Love you. Love you more. Love you more. All right, everybody. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.